Today on The Breakdown, this is it. We're finally here. There's seven left in the main event of the World Series of Poker. 2021, millions of dollars still to be won. And the poker gods perhaps are smiling on you this fair day, perhaps. It's a little hard to tell because you're not outside. You've been stuck in the Rio for days upon days. But still, now, finally... You have a chance to win. A huge hand. You have a big hand. Can you play it well enough? (laughs) Because I got to tell you, Joshua Remedio and uh, Ugar Sechemish are going to play a hand here with seven left in the main event. Millions of dollars on the line. And I'm not clear anyone played it really well. I'm not clear. I'm pretty sure at least one person played it pretty badly. We're going to delve into this, get into all the little nooks and crannies, dust off the cobwebs, look in the corners, shine a light. We're going to do it right now on The Breakdown. (laughs) With Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Hey. First time nobody heard Before you're in a mental institution. Which thing? I was thinking about how these these openings now are really just a free form. Let's see what the hell is going to happen. It's kind like of slam poetry without the rhythm. <laughs> it's it's spontaneous slam poetry though. That's the thing that makes it so special. It's like Eminem and Eight Mile. You know. You think there weren't some sick, nasty, spontaneous slam poets on college campuses in 1998? I think there probably just were rocking the shit out of those. I mean, it's freestyle, right? I'm basically freestyling here. Yeah, but slam poetry, you have to do like weird stuff with your voice. Yeah, but they know that that. A lot of the things they're going to talk about already, right, with slam poetry. I don't know anything. I know I have to vaguely reference the hand. We're talking and, about poker. Sure. But they're like, here's the 12 lines I always say in all my fucking freestyles. Something about how cool I am. Something about how big my dick is. Something about this. No, that's how much not, you suck. No, 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 this, no, that, no, the other no, thing. That, Wow, you don't know what slam poetry no. is. No, no, I was thinking, thinking of yeah, rap battles. Freestyle rap, for sure. That's all I'm referring to. No, I know what slam poetry is because you always love to do your slam poetry. <laughs> you, always, you always love to do your slam poetry. <laughs> you do, and it is always funny because you're like, the tree is under us. See, Stuff like that. You did it different than I would do it. How would you do it? The tree is <laughs> under us. Okay, I mean, that's, 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 what, that's slam poetry. No. <laughs> yeah, what I did was more freestyle rap, for sure. Oh, yeah, that was definitely freestyle rap. No, you're right, you're right. I was definitely, I definitely went in my head to freestyle rap pretty quick, because I said Eminem, and then it was over. You got to use more minor keys in your slam poetry. Mm. You understand? Nope. <laughs> What's the difference between a minor key and a major key? The sound. Meaning? It's like lower, It's, no, it's like a minor key sounds a little off key. Like a little off key is how it sounds. Wow. Wow, 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 classical poetry that you like to read, your Walt Whitman's, your Robert Frost's, all of your patriarchal bullshit, nice. Jonathan. You know, any, um, any poem of any kind that does not rhyme is garbage. That's all. 
All right. Johnny out. I, Mic drop. I the music, the moment. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Yeah. Isn't that part of it? Does he say that? Yeah, that's... I mean, did you know that Eminem actually opened a restaurant called Mom's Spaghetti? I didn't even know Mom's Spaghetti was in that song because yeah. I've only ever heard, like, a little bit of it because I never saw the movie and don't know anything about anything. So you don't know the true story of Eminem and how he became the greatest human that ever lived? I do not know that. I do know he made up... Supposedly, he made up that the words for that rap and that rap on the spot while they filmed it out of nowhere. And it was like, oh, man, that's really good. And he was like, yeah. I know, I'm Eminem. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, of course it is, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah, and then it was a huge hit. And yeah. So supposedly that's what happened, but that's all I got. Okay. That's all I got. The, other, the only thing I can say about Eminem, since we're talking about Eminem Yeah, now, but as we usually do. There's this uh, bit where he's being interviewed by like 60 Minutes or something, mm-hmm. and they're talking about all his rhyming and stuff. And like, but what do you do? Some words you can't rhyme, like orange. And he says, you know, that's exactly the kind of thing that I never get. I've never been as angry as my life when I hear someone say you can't rhyme with orange. And he's like, orange rhymes with this. And he does like 10 words that supposedly rhyme with orange based on, you know, how he pronounces them. And stuff. And it's kind of great. Yeah, it's kind of great. And uh, and I always like that. I liked him being really upset about. People say you can't rhyme with orange. <laughs> like, that's the thing. That's where I'm playing my flag. Yeah, that's, that's what's upsetting in the world. <laughs> you know, fair enough. Um, so we have two interesting players here, and they're interesting because, uh, well, for many reasons, but also because of their, their poker backgrounds. Their lack of poker backgrounds? Well, one more so than the other. I'll say, did you know, they probably were talking about this even on the... Uh, I know Remedio was referred to as a pro, but I think... What? Yeah, I think his, he, he is at least a self-proclaimed pro. Well, here's... Okay, all I have is his Hendon, and I know what he does in this hand. But if we talk about the Hendon for a second, which feels more appropriate, he, how Okay. I'm surprised he refers to himself as a pro. What, okay, he ends up winning, this is not a spoiler, $2.3 million yeah. in this. What do you think his total Hendon is? $2.43 million. Finally, Grant's wrong about something. 2.301809. He had $1,800 of other cashes wow. in his life on Hendon, even up till now. They were three tournaments. The, the biggest buy-in was $300. Okay, so... He is not a pro, or he's an online crusher that we've never heard of, and I would be surprised based on some of the decisions that I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah, I agree that I don't think he's a crusher, but um, I guess you to be, be fair, Hendon is pro. not Hendon is not the end all be all. You no. and I know that in particular, of course. Like I, I have so many, so like I have significantly multitudes of times more cashes yeah. in my like as far as total dollar value than than is on Hendon. That's fair because not everything is reported by Hendon. You know, like, that's fair, but. You have more than $1,800 on your hand, right? Yes. And so do I, even though we agree a lot of our stuff isn't reported. I'm sure that's true for lots of people. Yeah, for um, most people. So yeah. even if that's true for him, how does he only have $1,800? By the way, including a $145 buy-in in 2018. Like, some of the small stuff is getting reported is what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. So the, the, the highest he ever finished in any of these events, in, in the four ending events, the highest he ever finished is at the main event of the World Series. The other ones are 9th, 16th, and 5th. I mean... I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's made a little bit of money, but come on. Like, I mean, he's he, not a pro. He could be a Problem. cash game pro. He could be. You watched him play. I didn't. What do you think? It's hard to judge somebody's game based on how they play the main event yeah, final table. That's fair, especially if they're like a pro in the lowest level way, where you're making 40k a year and scraping by. Of course, like it's a little different. Yeah, right? that, that that is that is fair. That is fair. Like, there's no question that that's true. Let's say this: it's unlikely he's a tournament pro. Is that fair to say? Yes, I think that's fair to okay, say. Okay, so that's that's the the minimum. No, I don't. We can say it's like 
I particularly am in a unique position to say, like, there are cases where that can be the case and it doesn't really show up necessarily. Yeah. Like, I do have significantly more on Hedden than he did before this cash. Yeah. But I also was a tournament pro playing tournaments in Portland that were daily tournaments, like, and that was never, ever reported, of course. Right, and but those were, like, $50 buy-in tournaments mostly, right, back in the day. 50 to 150 yeah. Yeah. I mean, those mostly don't get reported. It's true. Right, right. But what I'm saying is those did exist, and I was a pro playing them. Right. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But you were also, like, how many people were pros playing that in all of Portland at Two that to time? three. It's not a common thing. This I guy guess, made the main event final table. Yeah. So well, we're going to talk about his decision-making. We'll see what I, you think. I agree. His decision-making is suspect at I'm, best. I'm just saying it seems unlikely. It seems like he's much more likely to be an amateur than a Okay. Pro. Well, he at least self-described as a pro. I, I a believe, pro what? Did he say what kind of no, pro? And to be fair, this is me remembering, like, while I was on yeah. Discord chatting about it. And, like, I think I remember them saying, like, Remedio's a... Perf- like, the, we know when they profile the players, sort of, and they say, like, he's like a professional player from X You know what? He could be, like, a ca- an Omaha cash game player or something, though. Like, sure. That, which wouldn't be crazy. He could be a pro at that. And he's, like... So he can, pay, he can buy into all this stuff. He never plays No Limit tournaments, but he plays the main event because yeah. everyone does. And here we are. That's possible. Okay, so that's a way he could do it. But then still, that's not a no-limit tournament wizard of any kind, really, right? No. Anyway. To be fair to Remedio, yeah. his table presence felt a little pretty pro-y. He had like, oh, really? Yeah, like his posture and everything hmm. felt pretty pro-y. Okay, that's cool. So um, the other guy is... Uh, you, got, you got the... Uh, you don't have it in front right? of me. Sichemish. Sichemish. I, I was looking at his attendance, so I didn't have it in front of me. But you can remember. Just remember. No, come on. I can point at you and let you do the... the you do the remembering. I outsource my remembering. So Suchemish on the all-time money list is... The all-time Turkish money list? Or no, the... no, no. All, okay, both. Give me all-time for everyone and all-time Turkish. I got them both right here. This is after the main event. After post-main event. As post-main event, Turkish, I'm going to go second. He's third. Okay. Pretty good. And for all-time, I'm going to yeah. go... This is a tough one, of course. 1,480th. Not too bad. 1,011th. Okay. So he's got 1.9 million total earnings, and 1.8 of it is done from this event. Yeah. So also, you know, I mean, he's got more results for sure. And I will say, I watched him along the way. I didn't watch any of the final table because I was traveling yeah. and stuff. But it felt like to me that, while he may not be like a great player, that he had like a really strong, solid framework for what he was doing. I agree with that. I agree with that. And, from what, and I, I did watch the final table, so I agree with that. That's cool. I and mean, I wasn't surprised that he made the final table. And I wasn't I was like, I don't know if this guy can win because like Corey Aldemar is at the table and has all the chips and stuff. But this guy could, this guy could finish second or third like really easily. And if things get lucky for him, he could win. Yeah. That's what I felt. No, my sense was that he was, between these two players, watching them play, he seemed to be the superior player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's my hit too. And I never saw Remedio play though. So yeah. still between the two, I'll take Sachemish all day. Just because you saw, just because you know about this hand that we're about to do. That is exactly right. Yeah. Also, and I got to watch Sachemish play at other times. And I just felt like he has a plan for his hands pretty clearly. You know, he's not just thinking about this decision. He's thinking about the next decision. And mm-hmm. I, I like that. I appreciate that. Anyway. He was doing some weird stuff, by the way. At a oh, certain, yeah. At a certain point, um, it's like a slight spoiler. Who cares? Everybody knows it's the main event final table, right? Yeah. Uh, at a certain point, he was short. So he had like eight big blinds. And at least once, maybe twice, he limped the button. Whoa. With eight blinds? What yeah. did he have? He had like ace 10 or king 10 or something like that. So... I guess ace ten. You're definitely calling. Are you calling with king ten? I'm not sure. That's a really weird decision. I know. I don't like that. At you can all. shove. There's antes. There are an ante at least. There's Even if there aren't antes, you could. That one and a half blinds is pretty good. Yeah. Forget about the extra blind. Yeah, I, I found it to be a strange decision, but I was. 
Weird. I, we, I remember, we, so we had a Discord channel open for the main event on our Discord. There's a link in the description of this podcast if you want to check it out. We do a lot of fun stuff there, including, you know, post a thread of this hand, which we will do. Um, but we had a big main event discussion there, and, and people were shocked that when he, yeah. when he limped to the button. And I remember saying, like, I'm open to it. Like, I, I wouldn't right. do it, but I'm open to, like, hearing discussion about yeah. this and, and how it might actually make sense, you know? If we think about the problem, I mean, it's weird because it's really hard to shove, actually, if the button limps with eight blinds and they're competent. Yeah. Like, aren't they always calling? Don't they have to always be calling? You would think. Like, I'm not saying he actually even was with, like, the King-10, but from the small blind to the big blind's point of view, how can you move him in without a real hand? You can't. No, you can't. You have to have a real hand because you assume he's snap calling kind of everything. But is that variance mitigation worth the lost no. blinds and antes that you could win when you generate your fold equity? Absolutely not. It doesn't seem like Especially it. if you've got ace-10 and you're calling anyway, we should be shoving, right? Yeah. Which we, ha- we, and we have to call. We can't fold ace-10. I'm a little sad I can't remember the hand. I'm, I'm like, yeah. I feel like it's those, hand, those type of hands, but it, it might have been a different type of hand. I can't exactly remember. I mean, I'm just trying to think, what else could it even be like ace-7 suited Jack 10 suit, Queen 10 suited, stuff like that. Yeah, so it's something it. in that range because it was not a monster. I know that for sure. Right. It's very, very weird. Well, maybe he was doing it because he knows the stream is going on and like to set up other limps on the button later with monsters. I don't know. The value of those like chips is so it. extreme. Yeah, you got like when you have eight blinds, you have, to, you have to get the two and a half blinds that are just sitting there. Yeah. You have to. And by the way, Ace-10, you don't mind getting called when you shove with eight blinds. You can get called by worse hands for sure. Yeah, you'll take a 60-40, by the way. It was, at the time, he was the significant short stack. There wasn't, like, another guy who was, he was waiting to bust. You're also sometimes going to be, like, 79-21, you know, some, or whatever, 77-23. You're going to get called by worse aces yeah. in the big blind sometimes. Yeah. Ace-8's going to call. Worse 10 sometimes. King-10. Yeah. King-10, Ace-8, Ace-9, maybe other aces. Maybe yeah. all the aces are going to call. If they're suited, they are, yeah. you know? Maybe even not suited, depending how how deep the guy in the... Right. Like, this is a good spot. I'm not sure it was Ace-10. I don't know. Well, it's just... Okay, fair enough, but... Ace-10's heavy on the brain right now. That is very interesting. Yeah, I wonder why. I know why. We'll get to it. I want to talk about the Rio, though, for a second. Oh, great. You you mentioned it in your opening. You're shutting it down, right? Yeah, back in 2018, they told us it was the last year at the Rio, and then, lo and behold, 2019 comes around, and we're back in that, that... extremely hot parking lot walking to the Rio again. I feel like I've been hearing since about 2015, every time we'd go to the World Series, someone would say, with authority, next year they're moving to Caesars, they're moving to Bally's, they're moving to um, whatever. But you know what I'm talking about with 2018 where that was like different, where it was like definitive. Everybody was talking about it. It was like a big deal. I mean, I heard it talked about in similar ways years before I really heard it. Oh, I had never heard it before. But please continue. I'm Um, just saying, it's like weird. Anyway, apparently... It was not really known where they were going to play next year, but yeah. Jamie Cursetter kind of casually dropped it. They're going to play at Bally's slash Paris. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a nightmare, dude. Like, first of all, anywhere on the strip was going to be a nightmare. I'm really sad it's on the strip. This is going to suck. You can probably get in through the back. So then you, if that, maybe, but then like, you have to be is on the there strip. any chance that the parking is ever going to be as wide open as the Rio? The Rio had a baseball, football field, maybe more than two football fields worth of just outdoor. You don't care if your car gets hot parking, and it was it made it very easy. You know, it's a lot easier than than levels upon levels upon levels upon levels of garages. Yeah. Also, well, the other thing that you do get though is you get other parking garages that are relatively close by. You could park at a different casino and like walk there, which is still going to take you. Dude, 20 that minutes. is hell. Dude, parking in the real parking lot and walking all the way in and all the way down kind of hellish. Too. It was not at all compared to what we're referring to. <laughs> you have dealt with parking on the strip before. Yeah, I know, imagine it's awful. that. Except at the World Series of Poker magnitude, think about the entry points. 
and the exit points during big World Series of Poker oh, tournaments God. on the Strip. Even I'm if saying it's, it's not going to be on the Strip. I'm saying you're going to be getting off other, through other ways. Okay, but there's no way it's going to be. It can't be on the Strip. It'll end. It'll end Vegas. It can't be on the Strip. I. I it's Thanos. It's like Thanos <laughs> in Vegas. I am very concerned about the parking situation with that. Mm. I am very concerned. Well, they must have thought about this because that would have been one of the first things. As people would bring that up for five years, this idea of like anything on the Strip, always a big concern was the parking. Yeah. Surely they they've gamed this out many many times. So I don't know. I, how it doesn't many, make sense to me how, how it's many times go, did they game out the entry line to to buy into the major tournaments? How long does that take if you don't get there five <laughs> days ahead of time? Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't have an answer. Yeah, a I lot mean, of time is yeah. the answer. Like up to three hours. No, you were asking me how many times did they game it out? Was that well? Yeah, but but also how much time does that take? Is oh, if you're trying to get in at the at peak times, yeah. yeah. Even yeah. not at peak times. When they, did, when they started in 2019, the, uh, the $800 tournaments that they were doing, the deep stack championship things that were very oh, popular. Yeah, yeah. I remember going one day the, to the one that started at 11. I got there at 9.30 in the morning. Like, I'll, I'll buy in early, and then I'll just go get some food or something. That's a peak time. That counts as peak time. If it's day of, morning of, that's peak time. It has to be the night before, of course. That's the big secret. Okay, but the point, the point being, it did take me three hours to get a ticket <laughs> and they have had years and years and years yes. of the same property to game this out they don't give a fuck yeah it's clearly so i that doesn't bode well for the parking situation at the new place okay i mean the thing is that the parking situation i don't want to get too deep in this but if the parking situation is bad enough then they're not gonna be able to have like a really popular colossus or millionaire maker and that's where they make all their big money is on those kinds of tournaments yeah so i gotta believe they figured it out to some degree i guess we're gonna find out next year but my money is on they do a lot of things badly. They did not fuck up the parking for this. They cannot have fucked up the parking. Here is because it's too big a deal. Here is my anecdotal rebuttal. Okay, and it is not the same company as Harris, but it is similar. Sure. So the Aria, yep. has is a phenomenal new casino, beautiful in every way, gorgeous. There is a place specifically desi- designated for rideshare for Lyft and Uber. There is no cell service by any carrier in that location. Yeah. So the rideshare apps do not work in that location. <laughs> at the Aria, which is recently built yeah. after rideshare things were at least in the works. Yeah. That's interesting. So the, I don't think you can account for the planning of, of everybody. The being, thing the thing that they probably have with the Aria, though, I mean, that's a terrible situation, obviously, and, yeah. and not well planned out. But like they already had built the area, they'd already had things for everything. They're like, shit, now we need a rideshare place. Where can we do it? Throw it in the here's the one area that's not being used. This is different. They're like, they've had years to like plan yeah. for where are we gonna move to? How are we gonna do parking? Will this work? I believe I'm willing to I mean, there's no way to bet on this because there's no way to there's no way to really yeah. do that. But I really do believe that's the they fuck up a lot of things. I don't think they, they, there's a lot of things they don't fuck up though. This is one of the things I don't think they're gonna fuck up. That's my belief. And as you know. I have my heart on the my finger on the pulse, my heart on the pulse of things. Uh, you know, like I know what the people like food wise. It's not, not your heart for long for those who listen yeah, to Yeah, I know. I was thinking about that too. Podcast. The reason why I can have my heart on the pulse is because it's no longer my body. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's from last podcast, people. Uh, but uh, like, I know what the people like. I know what the people like to eat. I know what the people hate to eat. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I know what the music people love. I know what the movies people love. I know what kind of. Boy, stuff they love and find funny, bro. And you know what the parking is going to be like at the World Series of Poker when they <laughs> exactly. move it to Bally's. <laughs> exactly. And that one thing clearly leads to the other. It's a long, winding onion. <laughs> Can we at least agree yeah. that any sort of strip casino situation is not going to be able to replicate the ease of parking at the Rio? It's not going to be possible. Um, I'm not even willing to agree to that yet, but I agree that it's likely. But I don't think it's a guarantee. Okay. I think... 
again, if they open up stuff enough in the back, we'll never have to go on the strip. There may be lots of entrances to big. You know those lots. roads that go along the back of the strip that are by the like employee parking lots and the back end parking lots. Those are one way each, mostly. Um, well, again, they got to pick from a whole bunch of different yeah. casinos. So, and by the way, I think it's Paradise that's right behind the strip there, isn't it? So that's like not just a one way road if it's Paradise. Anyway, let's not get into okay. this. We're gonna have a year to argue about this. Let's not do any more right now. Let's get into. The it's hand. gonna be hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay, let's get to the hand. All right, so. Do you want to do another timestamp on that, by the way? Sure. What time is 20 it? 20 minutes. All right. Okay. We're doing it live. This was suggested by Pat Wright QB on Discord. Pat Wright, always around. Uh, yeah, always around. Good for him. Eternal like flame, him. Pat Wright. Like the Olympics. And uh, so... Sure. So he suggested on Discord. Some other people might have suggested in the main event thread, but I did tell people, if you want to suggest this hand, do it in the suggest hands because I'm not going to find it in the main event thread. So if you didn't do that, sorry. Harsh. Pat Wright did it. Good for him. Harsh but fair. Yeah. All right. We're seven-handed. Hit me with some payouts, Levy. You got it, Dennison. So uh, here we go. With seven left, everyone has locked up $1.225 million. The next jump is only $175,000 to 1.4. The jump after that is only 400k to 1.8, and then 2.3. So, all, and by the way, second place is 4.3 million, first place is 8 million, third place is 3 million. All the money, as usual, is on top and is really worth playing for. Of course. Really, the top two spots are what you should be playing for here. Yeah, Pretty but of course, in real life money for most of these players I mean, who aren't named Corey Aldemir, and maybe Holmes also, because I think he has a very well-paying job. Um, maybe. Like, I don't know. And maybe Rococo, because I think he's a famous rapper. I'm not sure how famous. but I mean, you can be famous and not yeah. have a lot of money. $100,000 could be. You're right. Like, like a $400,000 pay jump could still be like very meaningful to yeah. these guys. And I, you got to watch them play. Usually when we see people playing at the final table, they usually play very tight, even nine-handed. Well, eight-handed. I think Holmes' job does pay very well. I'll say oh, that uh, about, about the way that he played. Good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Anyway, that's that's a situation where seven handed. Uh, we will okay. have solver work on this done by Danny Sprung. Yeah, uh, we have not seen that yet. Oh. We'll take a look at that after we do our analysis and come back with some solver stuff. He cool. will also post it on Discord his entire work, and you can see it there. All right, so Chemish, which is somehow spelled S E C I L M I S. He's Turkish, man. Yeah, we our dumb American eyes don't work with that. Um, has 29 million, who is currently the short stack at 1 million big blind. So 29 bigs. Okay. So not a lot. Not a lot. He's under the gun, which is seven-handed, so not truly under the gun. But mm-hmm. he's got ace, ten of clubs, and he opens to 2 million. Fine. Fine, but you could actually fold as a short stack with 29 blinds in this situation, right? You could, but like seven-handed, it feels like it's probably an open. We don't, I don't think we want to play a big pot with this hand if we can avoid it, though. Unless, unless we flop very well. You know, we flop like the nut flush draw yeah. and stuff. But... Um, but I think this is an open. I think it's probably too tight to just fold this hand. Unless everyone is like three betting a lot and stuff like that. Well, you would think that everyone was three betting a lot based on what happens next. Yeah. But it's not really that frequent that this has been happening. Okay. It folds to Remedio in the hijack. And he's got ace of hearts, ten of diamonds, and he does three bet. So there's still a bunch of guys behind Remedio. Yeah. Wow, there's four guys behind him. Yeah. One guy folds and Remedio three bets, and he's got ace ten off, right? Yeah. That is, a, I don't like that play at all. No. <laughs> it feels a little bit too much. How much does Remedio have in his stack? 36 million, so not that uh, much. What is he doing? He got bored. He's going to just 3-bet fold, I guess. I mean, obviously can't obviously fold folding. Obviously folding. Um, ugh, it just seems really bad. This is not the hand to do it with, mostly. And, like, the wrong position. Especially. Well, it feels like his whole, his whole idea is to isolate Sechemish because he makes it 4.8 over 2. 
Small three bet. Wow, really small. Has Suchemish been um, very active? Do you remember? Not in a way that was memorable. I mean, again, when I watched him play, he just seemed like solid, smart, yeah. competent, knows what he's doing. It seems like a mistake against the under-the-gun range I of the short this. stack. I really don't like this raise at all. No, me neither. This is not why I was saying, by the way, I thought Joshua Remedio was, a, was an amateur, you know, forgetting about his hand-in-mob stuff. This, I didn't even, wasn't even aware of this play so much as the other stuff I was more thinking about. And to 4.8, he's like forcing a call out of like the under-the-gun range. What part of the under-the-gun range can fold? Mm, I don't think there is a part. If there's a part, it's this. It's right here. We're in you it. Can't, you can't fold this hand. I mean, you can consider it because you're only 30 blinds deep, but that's it. It's suited. You can't. I, it's suited, but like, let's, I, let's talk about it. I mean, we call 4.8 total. It's only 2.8 to call. I know we're getting amazing odds. We call 4.8 total. There's like 12 million in the pot. We've got like 25 million back. We're two to one stacked a pot against a three better, a guy who just threw that are under the gun range. What can we go with? We're just never folding any top pair no matter what? I think that's correct. Ugh, that sounds awful. I just want to fold. If we were deeper, I 100% call. I don't like this. Um, I hate the three bet because, because we should be stronger than this most of the time. In fact, like you were arguing for maybe this is even a yeah. fold. So like... I don't think we can fold ace-queen suited or ace-queen period. We can't fold to this, and we probably can't fold ace-jack suited. And maybe you're right. Maybe the odds just demand we call because it's 6.8, 8, There's 9.3 in there, and it's 2.8 to call, right? Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's like three and a half to one. We're suited. I know. It's very, it, makes it, it makes it possible. Yeah. You can talk yourself into it. If you think this guy's at all loosey-goosey, you can, you can obviously call or shove. I can't see myself... I can't see myself shoving, and I can't see myself folding. I would probably talk myself into a call, but I would hate every moment of it and really be like, I don't even know what I'm... Like, I need to flop the nut flush draw, I guess. I don't even know what I'm rooting for here. This sucks. That's what I'd be thinking. But I, but I love the odds. You know that about yeah. me. I don't really like to fold. You buy the store-bought English muffins. You know, you can't but I, fold. But I do wonder if, especially since we opened UTG, and he threw out with all those people behind him, he's supposed to be so much stronger than this. He should never have this hand, right? He's supposed to have, like, ace-king, jack... 10, stuff like that, right? Like, what the hell? What the hell's going on? He's trying to get... He, it looks like he's trying to get it in with us. Like, I've, what the fuck? It's, the odds are just too good. They are really, really good. Anyway, it folds back to Sajemish, who does call. We are the short stack. That's the good news. Yeah. So, like, we, we don't have to worry... I love being short stack. We don't have to wor- well, we don't have to worry as much about busting in, like, a bad way. Like, yeah. it's, it's a little more forgivable if we flop top pair and just bust the ace-king here, right? Yeah. Because it's like, well... I mean, we're kind of fucked anyway, right? Yep. A little bit. Yep. So okay. here we are. Yep. We do have 12.1 million in the pot. Okay. We've got ace 10 of clubs for Suchemish and ace of hearts 10 of diamonds for Remedio. The flop is king of diamonds, jack of clubs, eight of hearts. So they both flop gut shot to Broadway. Okay. Suchemish checks. Yeah, has to. Yeah. Remedio has to bet. Doesn't he? Let me think about it. Okay. What are the pieces of Suchemish's range that aren't for betting from the under the gun range? Cool question. Um, I got to believe he can have king-queen suited. Uh-huh. Um, he can probably have king-jack suited. Mm-hmm. Um, he can have pocket pairs below the jack. Such as? Nines, eights, maybe even tens. He might not have four bet tens. This is a strong three bet when, you know. He, he may also just want to be like, what's the continuing range against my tens four bet shot, okay. you know? Yeah. He maybe can have tens. Um, not everyone is Joe Cata, yeah. you know? Um that's a deep cut for those of you who are... Uh, deep cut. Not, I mean, it's a lot of people would, would, would get it, but, yeah. lot, but some people won't. Uh, I don't think he can ever have queens here. Almost never. No. Right? Um, he can have ace-queen, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I don't know if he can have Queen Jack suited or not. I'm not sure. Maybe. Probably. I'll go with probably. Okay. Um, Ace Jack suited. Yeah. That's most of it, right? Ace 10. I guess he can have Ace 10. We really think he has too much Ace 10 since okay. we have a lot of that. There's two combos of Ace 10 suited that are unblocked. So, so I'm going to tell you what happens and then I'm going to tell you why I hate it. Okay, great. So Chemist checks. Yeah. Remedio does bet, okay. which I categorically don't like. Okay. I especially don't like that he goes 3 million into 12. Which part of the range that you just outlined is folding? He's trying to fold nines, I guess, but that's like it, right? Yeah, like can Ace, Jack, Ace Jack can't fold. For, no, for six three combos line. of nines and three combos of tens from Remedio's perspective are I mean, his target. I mean, pocket eights. Eights is a set. Oh, that's problematic. Eights is a set. Um, Ace Queen. It's not going to fold for three million. I and mean, when the guy is this short out of position, he might fold. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know either. It's only three. You're blinds. hoping he's folding. Yeah, yeah. You, you definitely don't know that he's folding. I agree with you there. It's weird that he sizes so small, based on what you, based on the range stuff. I agree. Like if we size it up, we can get rid of a lot of this, a lot of the stuff, right? We can get rid of Ace Jack, maybe. You have to really size it up yeah. to get rid of Ace Jack. It's probably that's not worth sizing it up to you that to, extent. I mean, you're probably going to take two bets to get rid of Ace Jack. So then it's just Ace Queen that's different. Wow, is it? Is there, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? If Queen Jack is no, Jacks are going to call. Yeah. If we bet, I think we bet six million. Jacks are just going to feel like they have to call. So once. this is a check, right? Maybe it's a check. If he can only have like nines, tens, and ace queen that we can fold out. And maybe, by the way. Right. Far. All those may call if yeah. we only bet. Well, if we bet six million. They, maybe you fold them out for six. For three, yeah. all of those might call. Yeah, nines think, and tens might fold. But they really might call yeah. once to see what you do on the turn. That's yeah. very reasonable. Very reasonable. This is bad. Well, I, I mean, I, I really, it's weird because, like, I can see the, the idea of, like, well, this favors my range, this board, because I have ace-king and he doesn't, which is true. Yeah. I have aces, he doesn't, which is true. He doesn't have queens either, right? Yeah. Um, wh- but, as you said, like, most of his range is going to have to continue for this He size. just hits this board too hard. Yeah, yeah. We can take a free card here. We can rep queens later, you know? Yeah. Or by the way, even ace-king or king-queen later, like by checking. We can still bet that if we want to. Now, the good thing about the size is Remedio is giving himself a very good price to, but, to fold out those things. But Oh, that is true. It is cheap, but he should bet even less then. He can't can bet. I don't know. It was two million. Two million probably isn't going to even fold out. Like, you want to at least fold out nine some of the time. Yeah. Right? Nines might just shove anyway. I don't know. Maybe they won't. They might pre-flop. It's, it's possible. hard to know. Nines and tens might have shoved. Yeah, ace queen might have shoved too, by the way. Yeah. Which are the hands we're targeting with this bet. Yeah. Wow. Well, when you make the case like that, I, I am completely like spun around and agree. We probably just can't bet this. It, it's weird because it seems like this board would favor our range. And, and it does. We have the higher end, the, the, yeah. the super sexy stuff. But it doesn't matter if you don't have any fold equity. We don't have any fold equity. And, we're, and he's too short to try and get him off a reasonable hand here. If he has king, queen suited, he's too short to get him to He's fold. never folding. Right. He just can't. He's going to have to, like you were saying, with the, if he flops an ace, he's just going to have to hold on yeah. here. And, like, whatever happens, happens, right? So, yeah, that, that makes this all very problematic. Yeah, I, I hate the bet. I actually do. I mm. didn't realize that before this hand. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought much of it. Um, it's, I, I get why he bet this way, though. Right? It's like, oh, I'm going to bet. I can see bet really small on a board with a king and a jack on it. After I was the three better, um, I don't have to bet big. Yeah. But especially because we're so short and because of the particular circumstance... Sachemish, is that his name? Yep. Woo! Uh, is, is just, it's got such a tight particular range here. 
But you have to go through all those hands in your head in the moment, which obviously Remedio didn't or, you know, didn't have the ability to. I mean, I think Remedio might be a player who is like, you know, for for amateurs, if he is actually a pro or at least Mm -hmm. a high-level amateur, for amateurs, it's like, oh, that guy seems good because he's like always putting pressure on me. But like the pressure is not well thought out. It's It's not situationally understood. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah, I think what we're looking for for um, as Remedio, if we're going to miss, we're looking for like just a, like a naked one Broadway card kind of board, like King Seven Four, King Six Six, even Deuce Deuce Five. Is oh, f- that's great. Yeah, of course. But anything where like mostly our opponent misses, yeah. like you know, and then like you know, but this with the King and the Jack, now he just interacts a lot with that board. Right, with yeah. the kind of hands that decided to stick around. Like, we have position. We get to see if we hit our draw either way. We don't need to generate fold equity when we don't have any. Like, we're not generating fold equity is a better way to put it. And so we don't need to put $3 million more in. See, one of the things that's so cool about this is um, it's all because they're so short, right? Like, if they're deeper, now Sachemish can have lots more hands. Not that, that we- many more, though. He's still open under the gun. Sure, but he can have like suited aces sometimes because the, the three yeah. are so small. He can have suited connectors. Yeah, he, he can have a lot more pocket pairs, even like baby or smaller pocket pairs. He can all that stuff because he can be playing more speculatively. Yeah. And, and we can successfully fold those things out. Yes, but none of those are going to be here no. now. I think and that's eight, the problem. Eights must be the lowest pocket pair in his range. It feels like it has to be like yeah. sevens. He just has to dump, right? Yeah. He might be dumping eights. He might, he be. might be dumping nines. No, for no. One, for two point eight, he just can't. Right? No, nines are too good. He's probably calling with eights too. Yep. Well, he made a set with eights, yep. so good job. Yeah, so so yeah, this is not a bet that we like, I That's guess. That's cool. That's cool. Yet, Sachemish has, um, in the ace-queen category, he has ace-ten. Yeah. It is of club, so he does have a backdoor flush draw to go with it, which helps a little, even though we're short. It's a really good price. Do we, do we have to continue in this hand? We can't uh-huh. raise, obviously, because Remedio's range does include all of those monsters that we referred yeah. to. So it's a call or a fold. I mean, it's $3 million to win $15 million. That's a pretty damn good price. Okay, but we have to hit, right? Like, in our mind. Like, if we don't improve, we're, not, we're almost never ahead, right? Yeah, but we can check, shove, or take an aggressive action on any nine and any club along, along with improving. Uh, I guess we can. Will we? I, mean, I don't know. When we're this short in the main event and he went three bet against the under-the-gun guy, bet the flop, bet the turn? I don't know if we're going to actually do that. I guess it depends on the sizing and you yeah. know, where we are stacked. Apart. Do you want to just fold? I'm leaning towards just folding. Hmm. Only because, like, we're not beating. We should be losing right now. Like, what hand are we beating that three bets is here? It's really hard to come up with anything except, like, suited baby aces that he did this with against the under-the-gun guy who opened with 29 I mean, he blinds. did it with ace-10 off. I don't know. I understand that. Um, Remedium may be doing this type of thing all the time. I don't remember exactly, but Suchemish certainly has data on all the other players yeah, from his rail. That's fair. Uh, if Romito is doing stuff like this a lot, should we be calling or should we be raising? I think we can't raise. Even though Romito might be doing this a lot, the board it's still is a little too scary to raise on. It is, it is really cheap. It's only three blinds. How many blinds are we going to have after this if we 22, call? 22, 23. I mean, it's just barely okay. Um... I don't know, man. I think this is marginal at best. Let me say that. I can agree, I can agree with that. I think both, both decisions so far by Sichemish are marginal. I yeah. think they're both fine, but barely fine. And if he folded either one, I would not think much of it. I'd be like, yeah, I understand. Yeah, but he does call, okay. which I also definitely understand. Yep. I, I feel that. Would you call there? Would you just call? I think I would. Yeah. I don't know. 
I would feel like there's... I'd want to be a little deeper, man. I, I would always want to be a little deeper. That's just... It's better to have more chips. Yeah. But I, I feel... I mean, like, I would call with the intention of taking an aggressive action on a nine or a, a club. club. Yeah. That helps. That helps. And, of course, sometimes we're going to bank a queen. Yeah. Sometimes we're going to bank an ace, And that's going to be good, good yeah. Yeah. But I guess we could bank a ten and be good sometimes, yeah. too. Although we wouldn't feel great about it. Or that. we could currently be good, but then we're probably never going to realize that. It's hard to be good, though, yeah. currently. Like, we're, the fact we're chopping feels like a miracle on this board, right? Speaking of miracles, Uh-oh. nitrogen Here we go. sports comes down from on high. Whoa. Part the clouds. Wow. The Stormbreaker's here. It's nitrogen sports. Divine intervention, you say? No, it's more, well, it is divine, but it's a demigod. The Stormbreaker. He breaks the storm. Okay. It's nitrogen sports. Yeah. Divine. Divine. That's a great tag. You know what's them. divine about it? Mm-hmm. That chocolatey, silky flavor. Oh, no, this isn't that ad. Never mind. I was thinking of that chocolate ad that we were going to do later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can just do it now. Nitrogen chocolate, where <laughs> the chocolate is infused with nitrogen. It makes you freak out. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Not to be confused with nitrogen sports. No, which is a different thing, which is the actual promo we're doing. Oh, yeah. The divine thing about them is the monthly Poker Guys tournament. The last Sunday of every month. Every month. Guaranteed yeah. overlay, baby. Guaranteed. 40% I mean, or more of the prize pool is put up by Nitrogen Sports. You know what this is? This is the kind of tournament that if you love smoking cigars, you're going to love this tournament. This is the kind of tournament that if you love hamburgers and mac and cheese, you're going to love this tournament. If you love pedicures and getting your hair pulled out, you're going to love this tournament. <laughs> if you love puppies, <laughs> kittens, and everything in between, you're going to love this tournament. Yeah. I think the point is you're going to love if this tournament, If you love a guys. great deal on a sharp knife, you're going to love this tournament. <laughs> It's the knife guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, it is real. It sounds like we're joking, but yeah. no, really 40% or more of the prize will put up by nitrogen every month. It's been going on forever. They've given away what is currently worth millions of dollars, I think. In this oh, my gosh. That is, that is almost certainly true, yeah. isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Millions. It's outrageous. It is outrageous. So, you know, sign up using the link in, in the description of this podcast or you won't even get to see the tournament in the tournament lobby. We will see you there. There's also sports betting, casino games. You get your money out fast, 90 minutes or less. It's a good time. If you love getting punched in the face and getting your nails You're going to love out. this tournament. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. And we're back. If you love purple grass and green eggplants, you're going to love this tournament. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, I keep that's going. Good. All right. Here we are. Yeah. Ace-10 against Ace-10. Right. So Chemish does have the backdoor flush drop with the Jack of Clubs on board. King, Jack, eight. in the pot. Okay. Turn is the jack of spades. Pair is the jack. Okay, well, this is pretty easy for Sechemish, right? Mm. We're not going to put any more money in. No, but this does favor Sechemish's range. He has more jacks in his range than Remedio at this point. Uh, That is true. That is true. But still, we're going to fold. Yeah. (laughs) We're just going to check fold. He checks and Remedio checks back. Yeah, I can understand why Remedio checks back. It's like, what are we supposed to be folding This is the first decision by Remedio that I like in this hand. Yeah. I think it's a very clear, very good decision. Like like I just said, Sajemish has more jacks in his range. Sajemish is probably holding on with a king anyway. Yeah. Even though he's going to hate it. Can he really fold king if queen he has, here? If he has king queen, he's calling. If he has queen jack suited, he's calling. If he has ace jack, he's calling. Yeah. You know, there's no reason to bet. Yep. Maybe you can fold out ace queen now, which you are currently losing yeah, to. Yeah, that's true. But maybe we can fold that out later yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, hey, good decisions. I like the idea that, like, I think Remedio should be should mostly just be in like, a, all right, I probably just lose this hand, you know. Like he called the jack paired. I can't get him to fold anything real at this point. Like I'm probably done. That's what I'd be thinking. Unless I hit a miracle, I'm done. Give me an ace, give me a queen, fine. But otherwise, I'm just done. Yeah, I guess so. Mostly, right? What, what were you wanting there? 
An ace or a queen, I said. What, an, an ace or a queen? Give me an ace, give me a queen, I said. But an ace would be kind of, you probably just check back, right? Yeah, I think so. We might go for thin value against a king, but a king's probably going to fold anyway, so. Yeah. A so, queen would be better if I have to pick. Uh, it's a queen of spades. How about that? Oh. The river's the queen of spades. Well, hello. Yeah. Except, you know, they both make Broadway. Right. So it's a chop. All right. Let's see. You're Mr. Suchemish. Yeah. Everybody has trouble pronouncing your name. You go to the dry cleaner and they're like, Seckles? And you're like, nah. By the way, you look like a, the toughest guy in the fucking Rio, too. You look like your arms are ready to pick until up you, a soap you, and throw through a wall. Until you actually watch him interact with people. He's a sweetheart. Yeah, he's a little puppy. Yeah. Anyway, so you, Jonathan Levy, yeah. you're in, you're in Suchemish's seat. Right. Every time you go to the dry cleaner, they mispronounce your name. Yeah. You, you struggle at Starbucks. Like, it's a tough life, but here you are. You made Broadway. What are you going to do? All right, let's think about what we're, if we were to bet what we're trying to get value out of. Let's start there. A king. I think a king would check back. Ace, king, or, or aces would check back on the jack. On the, yeah, I think aces, ace, king are very obvious hands to get value from. If we were to check, they may bet for value anyway. Uh, they may. Because, like, they shouldn't be too afraid. They'd be targeting only king, queen, but sure. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. King, queen, maybe king, ten suited? Probably not. There. Probably not. Um, but okay, king-queen makes sense. Yeah. And what the hell? Uh, Let's set our price, though, against those hands instead. Can those hands call if we bet a lot? Yeah, maybe not. You might be right. Um, the other problem, of course, is... Now, I guess Remedio can have bluffs, right? He's the guy who... Like, we're the guy who has to have something. Now, it turns out we have the same fucking yeah. hand. If, but, either, if either player can have ace-four suited, it's Remedio. Exactly. So... That is a reason to consider checking and giving him a shot now where you're like, oh, I really don't like my hand as much as it seemed. I had two tens here, man. Yeah. And it gives him a chance to like really try and the queen comes and he could try and blow us off the hand repping a whole wide variety of things. King, queen, 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 ace, king, ace, ace, whatever. Yeah. Um, so the question is, are we getting more bluffs by checking or are we getting, are we getting enough calls when we bet? I'm, I'm, I don't know if we're getting a lot of calls. We're targeting specifically ace, king, and aces mostly, right? I feel like since those are betting anyway, I want to give the bluffs a chance. Now, maybe they're not betting as much as we would, but I don't know if we can get called by a bigger bet anyway. But at least now we also include the bluffs putting some chips in sometimes. I think I like a check. Yeah, I think, I think you're convincing me on that. I think I like a check. Could we not have two tens or two nines sometimes? Is it a check call or a check raise? That's a great question. I think we're going to have to look at the sizing for sure, right? If it's a big bet, it's just a check call. Yeah. If it's a tiny, if it's a tiny bet, I'd be worried about getting value. Yeah, you have to call. You can't, you can't raise. I mean, if he bets two and a half million on the river, don't we have okay. to raise? Okay, he's never betting two and a half million. But I mean, people do that sometimes. Uh, people make weird bets. All right, there's 18.1 million in the pot. He bets four million on the river, don't we have to raise to like 10? To try to get called by aces? Yeah, aces, ace, king, where they're just like... Do we think those are calling? They may talk themselves... They may level themselves into it because they bet so small. It's the main event final table. Yeah, usually they fold. Yeah. And they'd be right, too. Yeah. Um, well, that is the one problem with checking, right, is they, he could bet small. Because he, he... What's he targeting? He's targeting king, queen. Yeah. But not if he has ace, king. He can't target king, queen if he has ace, king. That's not going to work out. Nope. So he's got to be aces. Yep. So, so it's just about giving the bluffs a chance to go for it. So maybe we should just call because most of the bluffs, the bluffs are all going to fold anyway, and we don't know if aces can call us. Yeah. It feels pretty weak to check call this hand, but whatever. It's the main event. The other option is betting. Yeah. Does he ever have trip jacks that he checked back the turn with? Sure. He's got some of those, right? 
It seems pretty unlikely, though, in general. Guys do that, though. Especially the, the, the less pro they are, the more they do stuff like that. Right. But, I mean, we see that he has ace-10 off, but I wouldn't expect that many jacks in his range from preflop. Yeah. He could have, like... Yeah. I mean, he really shouldn't even have ace-jack suited here, right? So, probably not. I mean, he probably does, yeah. but he shouldn't. Uh, hmm. So if he doesn't have jacks in his range, then we're really just targeting ace-king, ace-ace. King-queen. King-queen, actually. Oh, king-queen is there for us to target, too. But yeah. those hands are betting if we check. Also, Remedio 3-bet. So, like, oh, we're yeah. not really putting him on those hands that yeah. often. The king-queen hands, yeah. especially. I mean, those hands are betting if we check anyway. Let's give the bluffs a chance to bluff. Yeah, I think I'm, not, I think I'm around with you, but I'm not, like, I'm not really, like, serious about it. I'm not, That's fair. I'm not obsessed about it. I think, I think if you bet, it's fine, as Sachemish here. I really do. Um, I think it's probably better to check. I'm curious to see what the solver thinks yep. based on ranges and stuff. But whatever. It can't be that bad either. Either decision can't be that bad. As long as you don't like check, he bets like twelve into four or twelve into eighteen, and we shove. That seems like a horrible play, right? Well, yeah, we can't do that. But but besides that, it's hard to fuck this up too badly as Sachemish. Yeah, he goes just half pot. He bets nine million. Fine, it's fine. We can have king queen try and get called by aces. I could see aces calling nine million. It could happen. I think aces have to call nine million. Yeah, king queen might bet for value here, trying to get called by ace king. Eh, I don't know if they really would. And but. of course, Remedio just calls. What else can you do? And uh, it's a chop pot. <laughs> Everyone loves a chop pot. No, Remedio moves in. Right. Let's talk about that before we talk about what happens next. Okay. First of all, Remedio moves in for only 12 million more. So yeah. it's 12 blinds more. Yeah. So it looks like Remedio is expecting to be called a lot, mm-hmm. right, when he moves in. So yeah. that's number one. It doesn't look like it can be a bluff very often. Let's talk about this from Remedio's perspective. Great. Is this a good idea? Well, my initial hit is it can't be a good idea. No, it cannot. Let's see if we can dive in and find a possibility that it's a good idea. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a little hard. Yeah. We have to be targeting ace-jack, right? To, that's the only hand I can think of that we'd want to get called one. by. The only one. Unless um, we put jack-10 Do we think he's opening that? Do we think he's calling a three-bet with it? Neither. Both those things are marginal at very, very, very best and, and probably not. Same with jack-10 suited. 9-10 yeah. suited, jack-10 suited, same story. Like, he might not, he's just not, probably not opening them. I think you're probably, I can't really, it's really hard to imagine he's actually opening 9-10 suited under yeah. the gun here. Um, I agree. And calling a three bet, even though it's cheap, seems like suicidal. So it's just, it's just ace-jack. Okay. Ace-jack, and probably ace-jack suited. Yep. So there's... Two combos. Mm, depends on Remedio's suit. Oh, my God. He's got, okay, no, he's got the, the jack clubs is on the board, so it, it's okay. There's two combos. Um... Yeah, because Queen-Jack and King-Jack have us beat, and Jack-10 we don't think is there. Is there anything else we can target here? Hard to think of anything. He doesn't have it. King-Queen? Is King-Queen ever going to call a raise? No. That seems insane. Impossible. So we're targeting two combos if we raise. Okay. Well, now we can say, for sure, that is a bad play, because our opponent absolutely can have us beat here. Yeah. Like, there are more combos of things that are beating us than can call us, right? Yeah. Like, for example, Queen-Jack suited. Yeah. Also, King-Jack suited. Also, 8-8. Eight, eight. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that, that makes it very clear we should not raise, even yep. for, tw- for 12 blinds. And by the way, as Remedio, we don't have that many more blinds than he does, right? Right. So it's like devastating if oh, we yeah. move in and get called. Does Remedio move in quickly or slowly? Do you remember? Mm, no, but I can try to take a look. I mean, it may not matter because maybe everyone's doing everything super slowly because it's the main event final table, but... Norman Chad sure thinks so. Yeah, I, I heard about that. Uh, if Remedio moves in fast, that makes it... I don't know if that makes it worse, actually. I don't it's know. It's bad either way. It looks like bad. it was about a minute. That's, that seems like he didn't think through all the stuff we just said. Yeah. Like, what's calling? What's here? 
what's the whole range that's calling and what of that range am I beating? And the answer is only two combos are you beating and there's a lot more combos that are calling. And is ace-jack calling? Because guess what? Ace-10 snap folds. Wow. Let's talk about that. And usually this is a spot where we would say ace-jack is actually a better call than ace-10 because he blocked full houses. That might be true in a tiny, tiny way here, but less so than in other spots because there are fewer jack-x full houses in Remedio's range. It's more mm. queen, queen, king, king, jack, jack type hands. That's correct. That's correct. It feels like it's almost... I mean, I mean, queen, queen really makes sense. Yeah. Queen, queen is like right there. You said before we started, jack, jack also makes sense, which it does. Yeah. People will check back jack, But jack, of course, ace, jack track. would not exist against jack, jack. Right. But King King also makes sense. You know, the board pairs in the turn. He wants to, like, make sure that he doesn't scare away his opponent with King's full, whereas it was a little bit vulnerable on the flop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> so, there's full houses that are clearly beating us. Yeah. The most obvious full house is Queen's full. Yeah. It does make sense that he'd move in with Queen's full. Yeah. Like, it isn't like it's King, King, Queen, Jack. It's right. King, Queen, Jack, Jack. So yeah. Queen's full is, like, effectively the nuts. Yeah. So that's The Chemish almost never has kings. Almost never. Almost never has Jack, Jack. Yeah. Like, we just don't have... Like, it's absurd not to move in with Queen's right. here. Um, we might play Queen's exactly like this. Okay. Um, what other hands might he be moving in with if we're uh, Sechemish and we're trying to think this through about what to do? What other hands are there? Kings. King, King. Of course. Jack, Jack, yes. Um, I guess 8-8. Eight, eight. Now, now, kings and jacks and eights are very strong hands on the turn that he doesn't bet, but he may not. 8-8 eight, eight is different, though. I don't know if... Like, Remedio moves in with ace-10. We don't like it. Yeah. I'm not sure if I like moving in with 8-8 eight, eight either. Because of all the hands that are going to... It's the same problem, yeah. basically. Yeah, it is. That's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, so... I guess we, we probably... As to Chemish, we probably don't even think our opponent has ace-10. No. Like, that he can't have that. So straights aren't really in play here. You wouldn't think so. So all we can have... The only thing we can really beat that's for value is, like, if our opponent's overvaluing a jack. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you already said, correctly, at least in theory, but maybe not in practice, it wouldn't seem like Remedio can have very many solitary jacks here. Right. And, and that if would it be is, a, it's only ace-jack. That would be a pretty severe overvalue, although it seems like he might be capable of that. I would guess that he is capable of it based on this. Yeah. Because that's only one pip down, that hand. Ace-jack from this hand. So we can agree Remedio's play is not good. Um, yeah, we can. Do we think Sechemis snap folding is a big mistake? I mean, I think maybe the snap part of it is a mistake. Maybe you should give yourself a little time in a spot like this. I mean, it's hard to imagine you're ever good here. Yeah. I'll say that, right? You can see all the ways you're beat. Is this guy bluffing? It's a weird time to bluff. We opened under the gun, called the three bet, called the flop bet, and just bet half the pot. Like, bet 40% of our remaining stack on the river. Like, we're supposed to have a pretty good hand here. We can have full houses. So if we're talking about Christoph Vogel saying against Justin Bonomo, I would say the bluffs are like king-queen. Or right. like the best bluffing that's, hand. That's absolutely the bluff. But I don't know if that's happening here, right. right? Like, I don't know if these players are doing that type of thing. I mean, I don't know if very... Even Christoph Vogel saying is probably not doing it very often when the guy bets 9 million has 21 total back. Yeah. Or 12, 12 back after he bets But nine. those guys are at least capable of being yes. like, obviously, this is my best bluff, so I'm right. going to do it. They're going to do that. Like, yeah. Stevie Chidwick always pulling the trigger when yeah. he has king-queen here. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's clearly as a bluff, right? Instead of for Oh, God. yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, because he doesn't know where he is. Um, meaning, like... The, like, calling is, is not a great idea. Yeah. Because, like, what are you beating, really, right? Nothing. Like, when you have, like, you're chopping with king-queen. Yeah. And you're losing to other stuff. So. But you move in, and you're up against a good player who can 
game this all out, they may have to fold. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is Remedio doing that? I'm going to say it's unlikely. Yeah, me too. He has ace-10 off, and he three-bet the end of the gun guy here. Like, it seems like it's unlikely he's going to make this play. Because right. those feel like there's some serious cognitive dissonance going on for both those plays to be happening in the same hand. It feels like queen's full all day. It really does. I think the, the fold is totally fine by Suchemish. Yeah. Now, Jamie Kerstetter in the uh, commentary is surprised. She, yeah. thought, she, says, she says, like, oh, wow, I thought we were going to get a call there. Now, to be fair... They spent the first 85% of the hand talking about That's true. Norman Chad wearing a jacket to the table and Lon McCarron wearing a hoodie to the table <laughs> when they play poker to go lose their money. And so, like, it, Jamie Kersetter was trying to reel them in so that she could actually talk about the hand for the whole time and didn't mm. really see the action or how it all went down. So I think her surprise is maybe not fully okay. informed. That is fair, actually, yeah. where you don't... You don't that, that's true, because all the other stuff around this matters, of yeah. course. That's, that's a fair point. Okay. Um, it doesn't seem like Sechemis has any any option but to fold here. I agree. So this is another reason, by the way, where checking is kind of cool, right? Because we capture value from the bluffs. And this never happens. This can't happen to us, right? We get to check call. Yeah. Um, and also, by the way, everyone gets to see that we check sometimes with a fucking straight on the river in this spot, which is going to make it really hard to value bet thinly against us in the future, which, yep. is, which has value too. Now, we're short enough that it has a little less value, but still... And, like, that's nice. And everyone's going to see it because we're going to get turn our hand over, for sure, because yeah. we're always going to showdown with this hand. There's nothing... Like, if we check and Homie moves in for $21.3 million, which, by the way, he might. The pot's 18.1. Yeah, he he's might. He's got a straight. He's, he might, Remedio might move in Yeah, we way. have to call. We're going to call. We're, we're not going to love it. We're definitely going to call. Yep. Yep, for sure. So... That is the one thing. But I can't blame Sechemish for this. I blame Remedio for yeah. this, right? And it just like went badly for Sechemish here. It does. Now, it did. we didn't love Sechemish's bet, really. Now, you, you were more open to it than I was. We're both somewhere in the middle. Of yeah, it. I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I mean, like, this happened and it made it look worse. This makes it look worse. But I think it's more okay than it looks. I think the thing is, though, it's, it's really hard to come up with hands that can call us that won't bet anyway if we check. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the one, that's the best reason to check. I, yeah, I, I hear that. Even though sizing does, we may not get as much. Ultimately in this hand, like, I knew I didn't like Remedio's move in from having watched well, yeah, it live. I mean. But I didn't realize how much I disliked the majority of Remedio's plays in this hand. Yeah, I didn't, like, I only really knew about the move in. Like, I hadn't gone over all this stuff um, before we just did this. I just knew about the move in and, like, I knew my initial hit on it was like, yuck, that seems awful. Yeah. You know, but I was always, but I'm always curious, like, maybe it won't be when we get to it. Sometimes it isn't. But then it turns out, yeah, like, I was saying he's probably an amateur. As we go through all of this, it feels like he's not a no limit pro, probably, period. He's almost certainly, he's certainly not a no limit tournament pro. Yeah. Even online. There's no way with all this stuff, right? Or he's, as you sometimes like to say, he's streets ahead. Five years from now, <laughs> we're all going to be doing this, right? I only but, said that about Matt Burke. I know. I know. Uh, but maybe you'll start saying about uh, Jimmy uh, Remedio or whatever his name is. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe Mark, I will. Mark Remedio. You know, there's a possibility. Bill, Bill Remedio? One of those things, right? Bill Remedio would love to see what the solver has to say, so let's do that. Okay. It's, uh, it's Joshua Remedio. All right. Danny Sprung was tasked with solving this, this hand, which uh, he, he had a little struggle, and he, he had some good quotes in his email to us yeah. in the solver because... These players played this hand in a way that was a bit uh, strange, especially at their stack depths in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And this is this is what Danny said to to conclude his email. Now we're still going to use his analysis, and we think it's good. But I think this is a pretty good paragraph by Danny. All in all, I'm not especially confident in this simulation. The ranges pre-flop are a little wonky, and the river analysis is quite a mess. 
Unlike some of the other hands, when you get players that leave the tree with their hand, it messes up the analysis on later streets. It's just one very unhappy tree. And to be clear, when Danny says tree, he means the game tree, right? right? Of like the decisions. Like when they're just, they're, they're making decisions with like, where the solver's 99% of the time doing something, and then the 1% of the time is doing something else. That's, that happens so rarely that all these numbers get, like, it's all super marginal. Right, so they did too many 1%ers yeah, exactly. for the solver to feel good about it. And when you stack those on top of each other, these are just spots that are not standard, and the solver doesn't really... It's all like, I mean, the one out of a million times this happens, I guess you should mostly raise, yeah. but, like... And, and to, to Danny's point, by the end of this... It, the solver does crap out some stuff that, that feels a little bit wrong to us, which, you know, often is the case. But yes. it, it's because the solver never finds itself in the situations that these players are in that, like, the, the actions then become strange because of the, the ultimate goal of balance and uh, lack of being exploited. I mean, I don't know why this, that, should, that should be difficult for the solver. It's just a machine. It should be able to... It's not, okay, it shouldn't it's matter di- if it's, it's, not out, if it's diffi- been in a situation Difficult is before. the wrong way to put it, but... It, it might it might put out some stuff that you wouldn't expect because it doesn't expect to like because in order to get here in the game tree you have to be doing something so differently than the solver would do. Maybe maybe it's just that like one tiny factor instead of like changing the percentages by like you know point one percent because we're never here so it's like it blows up so it can yeah. blow up something to be like a twenty percent difference or a thirty percent difference because it's like you have a quarter of a combo that ever makes it here or a, or a one a thousandth of a combo that makes it here so it doesn't take much maybe it's something like that. Yeah. All that being said, let's see what I had to say. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so on the flop, such a miss always checks. Fine. Yeah. Remedio always bets a quarter pot. Cool. I mean, I got no problem with that, right? And neither is the solver. We're all on the same page, and that's the good news. Now, here's some other stuff that we also have here. Uh, so Pio actually doesn't want to um, call with the ace-10. It just wants to fold right away. It thinks Sechimus should just be bailing right here, right now, because there's no back doors or anything like that. Yep, which, I don't know, I guess when they're this short, that makes some sense. I mean, that's, that would be the thing, right? It's, it's just about how short everybody really is, because otherwise this just feels like, I mean, normally you would call here. You flop, you've got a gutter the nuts, right? I mean, yeah, that's pretty good. Ace high. All right, let's get to some more interesting stuff. Okay. On the turn, here's something interesting, mm-hmm. which I think makes some sense. The solver wants Sechimus to donk 100% of the time. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the jack is all over him, right? I mean, if we check call with this hand specifically, that's the perfect card if we don't actually improve to, to bluff on, right? And, yep. then, and the donk is how you bluff because it almost always goes check-check otherwise. Yeah. Um, however, the solver doesn't want it to go check-check, which is surprising considering that like, the logic that are, allows it to arrive at Sechimus donking should be the same logic that should yes. allow it to arrive at Remedio should check this card because it's so good for Sechimus range, right? I agree. And but yet. that's not what the solver... It wants for me to keep betting. Specifically with a diamond, which there's I don't get. There's no obvious reason. Like, we looked. There's only one diamond on the board. Yeah. I don't know why it's a diamond. It, it could just be that it's got to pick something, and that's the, that's the bits that it picked. You know, it, randomly, it sort of went that way. I can't think of any other reason. Yeah, I, I can't either. It feels odd to me. Yep. But here we are. It wants him to do it. He doesn't, which we liked. Okay. Here's the river. Here we go. It actually wants Remedio to jam over the bet 70% of the time with Ace-10, which, of course, we don't like. Yeah, that seems uh, questionable. And, of course, if we look at the actual outcome here where Sechimus insta-folds the same hand, it's, I guess we can't get any value at all by jamming. The, of course, the solver, well, it even can know, it knows the ICM situation, but it can't know that we're at the World Series of Poker final table and all the other yeah. pieces that go into it 
where you're going to get the insta fold from Sanchez, as it turns out, you know, when, when you jam here. And thus, you can't get value. Right. Right. So let's talk about that fold. Okay. It's a big problem, according to the solver. It thinks yes. it's, it's a $185,000 value mistake based on ICM. I mean, that's not nothing. Yeah. That's kind of a lot. That's 18 and a half buy-ins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, we're way off the tree at this point. So this is right. the, the further we get down here, the less confident Danny is in the solver's uh, outputs. So they may seem a little strange at this point, and they do seem strange to us, too. Yeah, that's right. Well, it, it, as, as he says, yeah, P, Pio basically almost never, ever leads the river here yeah. in this spot. And so it doesn't really understand what the hell's going on. Well, that's a good way to end it. <laughs> what <Right>. the hell? <laughs> Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the crown. And gonna be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it.